everyone. This is episode 614. <laughs> That's not even close. It's not even like June 14th or anything. It's 614. Where's the 14? I mean, tomorrow's the 14th, so I guess that's where I'm getting the 14 from. But I mean, it's not today, so today is... No, that's not how I start. Hello, everyone. This is episode 680 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, September 13th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Nez, and today... I'll be talking about decay of logos and a little bit of NASCAR heat. And that's pretty much it in terms of what I've been playing. I did record record I did record this podcast earlier, but I have since played a bit more of Decay of Logos. Jesus Christ, you what the frick what the fuck is this shit? I did play a bit more of Logos. That sounded like I had a gun for a second. I did play a bit more of Decay of Logos, and some things cropped up that needed they needed me to address them, and therefore I decided, hey, I'm going to re-record this podcast because I need to talk about these new things that are kind of significant. So that is why I decided to record. And I wasn't super happy with the the recording prior to that so decay of logos is a souls like game and i like souls games and i like the souls games the games that are like souls where am i where am i going with this um but it's souls like in that you're you're thrown into this world and you don't really know what the hell's going on you play some kind of elf lady young girl and it starts you off with, uh, or it starts you off in this like fiery battlefield with one enemy that you can't attack or ignore, and this horsey-looking creature thing that becomes your buddy. But it's just this little intro that doesn't really tell you anything, or like it's just it's just whatever. It's like a minute long, if that. But. You start off in this world, you don't know much of anything about it. And when you die, you respawn at either a shrine or a It's not a it's not a campfire or anything like that, but it's it's like a tower that's almost completely destroyed. Uh so that is where you can like rest and regain your abilities, your stats which degrade every time you die. And the shrines you can use to heal yourself. And both of these also work as save points. The game does autosave at times during your playthrough, but you save at those points as well. And it, it's got a nice look to it. That I want to start off with the positives. I like the way it looks. It's got a bit of a painterly aesthetic, which I like. Uh, yeah, it's, it's stylized. It's not trying to be realistic or anything. And it looks pretty good. It runs okay when action starts to get a bit heavier it can be it can start slowing down a bit but it, it for the most part hasn't been too problematic in terms of performance i am playing on xbox one x but other than that and i guess the, the other positive thing i'll say is that load times are when you when you die the load times can be a bit longer than I would like. They can be 
around 15 seconds, maybe a little longer, uh, but they, they tend to stay around that point. But when you're in game, so far at least, I haven't explored the entirety of the world by any stretch of the imagination, of course, but um, when you're in game, the there's no loading, which is nice. I, I really appreciate that because I don't like loading. Do you like loading? Nobody likes loading, except for the person who designs loading screens. They love loading because that gives them a job. But uh, is that something I can pick up? No, it's not. That is pretty much where all the positives end. So the thing that sucks about Decay of Logos is that it throws a lot of systems at you. And a lot of them are poorly thought out or poorly implemented. And there's just a lot of jank going around in this game throughout the entirety of my my experience with it, at least at this point. And I'll, I'll start off with the reason why I decided to redo this podcast, re-record it. After I recorded it, because I've, I've played now for maybe two hours total. And prior to the podcast or, or when I recorded it I had played about maybe an hour and a half an hour and 15 minutes and then I played a little bit more after that and I ran into two freezes where I lost a lot of progress and had to restart the game one of them happened during the loading of like after a death or after a rest I think and it was loading um, it just froze up on me. And then I had another freeze when I was climbing up a ladder. So one freeze happened in-game and the other happened during the loading screen. So that was not very great. But um, I, I, like, I don't know how common or whatnot that will, that, it, that can be because... There have been some issues with this. It's been patched, but there's there's still a lot of the jank going on. But I, I wanted to point that out, bring it up, because it, it's problematic. Um, you'll also see, if you're watching the video, that the performance can dip like when an enemy sees you and an encounter starts. But getting back to the problems that existed right off the bat... The, the the thing I hate most of all, the thing that was most aggravating, because the thing about Souls-like games is that they're challenging. I get that. I like a good challenge. I love the Souls games. But the Souls games provide you with a rewarding challenge. The frustration that comes about in those games, because they can be frustrating as well, but those frustrations are almost always, if not always, uh, from your own doing. You're frustrated at your failure at uh, successfully pulling off whatever you were trying to do. Uh, you, you know what you have to do and you just fail to do it, whether it's because you get too cocky, overconfident, whatnot. And, you know, I, I don't mind that kind of challenge. What I don't like is when a game is aggressively throwing things against you that are meant to make it harder, like that are just trying to make the experience more miserable just to make it more miserable. And one of those key aspects is the ambush system. 
And the problem with the ambush system is that it is random. And the thing is, like, now for me it's not that hard because I'm leveled up and I can handle myself. But the ambush system happens when you are trying to rest. And you rest at these little tower things, like I said, in order to regain your stats because your stats degrade as you uh, die. When you die, you'll get some stat degradation and your weapons can degrade as well. The problem with the ambush system is that, at least right off the bat, the enemies that come after you are way more challenging or, or, or way harder to deal with than you're capable of doing so. And what makes it so much more hard, what makes it so much more difficult is that for whatever reason, when you are ambushed, you don't have access to your weapon. And I don't understand the reasoning behind that. Are, are they trying to say that when you rest, you hide your weapon and you're so groggy when you're woken up by these ambushers that you forget that you, you forget where you put your, your weapon? It just doesn't make any sense that your weapon is not there. And the thing that makes it even so much worse is that there's weapon degradation in this game, like I said. And that happens, I think, when you die. But I, I've died and had my weapon not lose any of its durability. But when I'm ambushed and I die, and I'm not even using my fucking weapon, I come back to life and it's been degraded almost a third of its health, um, of, it, of its durability. And you know what? That is super frustrating. I know that might be surprising to hear that that's frustrating, but it's incredibly frustrating. And what, what, why it was so annoying for me initially when I first started playing the game was that I, you know, I didn't have much armor or anything like that. I was still level one. I wasn't that strong. And I got ambushed five times in a row trying to rest. This is random, but I was ambushed five times in a row. And I had no way to defend my I, I could not defend myself against these enemies because I just like I tried hitting them with one of my punches and I did like I, I don't know, I maybe I took off like five percent or less of their health and I just looked at the fact that there were three of them there and I'm like, well, this ain't happening. And I just let them kill me. And then I tried to rest and regain my stats so that I'd be stronger. And it's still, you know, I, I just wasn't able to do it. And and while you're being ambushed, you're, you're not going to regain your stats completely. You do still gain them somewhat. So you, you will get some of your stats back. But again, your weapon will be degraded or some other crap is going to happen. And it just is an absolute nightmare when that happens you know it's not as problematic now that i'm leveled up but to have that as a first impression where you you know you start up the game and you're trying to rest because you're low on health and like your, your stats are significantly weaker and you can't really do much damage to the enemies because of that fact to then have no like it just to keep getting screwed over by an ambush is super annoying but you know like I said I've since um, upgraded or I've since 
leveled up and it's no longer a big issue. And the thing about leveling up, to, to go off of that now, there is no XP in the game that you're able to see at least. I'm sure there's XP in the game because how else would you be leveling up? But when you kill enemies, no XP pops up. You don't see yourself getting an XP, which I, I understand that choice, you know. To have numbers pop up on screen would break the immersion. So if that can be avoided, sure, I get that. But when you look in the stats menu, there's no, there, there, there are no, do I want that fire defense? Is that all I get from that? Uh, there is no thing, there, there's nothing in there that is tracking your XP or anything. So when you level up, it's just a random thing. It's just like, oh, you level up. I'm like, oh. That's cool, I guess. I didn't even realize that, you know, because at first I thought for some weird reason I was still in like a tutorial mode uh, or whatever. Like they, they just introduced me to this land and I'm not allowed to level up or play around with too many of the systems until they say it's okay for me to do so. But that was not the case. I was leveling up. I was gaining XP and all that. You just aren't able to see it in any way, shape, or form. So the XP system is a bit annoying. Ooh, there's a big guy out there. Uh, another thing that sucks about the gameplay is that you have your horse buddy, and you can whistle them to you. Uh, and, and the thing is that, I don't know if this is entirely true or not, but at times it seems like they won't follow, like, they won't just follow you around. Um, that they could be on the other side of the map and then you have to whistle seven times in a row so that they'll come near you. But the thing I hate about this fucking animal thing, it's whatever horse, deer, horned looking reindeer thing. Like this looks like it could be, I mean, it's it's white, but it could be a version, uh, one of Chopper's version from One Piece. But the thing I hate about it is that in order to go in a straight line, you just press the kick button, which is X. I'm playing on Xbox One. And you don't touch the analog stick. If you hold the analog stick forward, I need to get to an open space so that those watching the video will be able to see this. But it's, it's going to be a pain in the ass just to get this stupid horse moving anywhere. But the thing that sucks, or, or at least for me, it just feels so unnatural and I hate it. And people watching will be like, what are you doing? But if you hold forward on the analog stick, the stupid ass horse will just gallop in a fucking circle for like I don't understand that design choice that in order to go straight you just let go of the analog stick you know you can you can turn left by pressing the left button and you turn right by pressing the right but then you press forward and you just turn in one of the directions it's like they don't have I, I don't even think they have any kind of input or, or response for pressing forward it's just like okay if you're one degree over from four, then you're going to the the right. If you're negative 300 and or if you're at 359 degrees, then you're going to be going to the left. It's just like it's a fucking nightmare right in this thing, and it doesn't even go that fast. It's not even worth messing around with. But I like I like I said, I like the way it looks. There's, I mean, the enemy designs are all right. You, you fight a lot of tree people in the beginning. Just a lot of Groots. 
lot, a lot of groots and some sluggy looking things and some bees with one eye. That, and that's the thing that's also weird is that some of these enemies, they will chase you forever. Forever. Do you get that reference? You have to be somewhat old to get that reference at this point, right? That's like a movie from... Is that like 1990? <laughs> How old is the Sandlot? Or is it just Sandlot? Forever. But like the bees will follow you forever and they can travel through geometry. So if you go in like a building, uh, don't think you're safe because they will fucking fly through the fucking walls. Um, which I'm sure is not intentional and maybe will be fixed in a patch or something. But, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a bit of a mess. And, and the, the combat and, and the gameplay in general doesn't feel all that great. It's pretty stiff. Ooh, there's a big boy over there. Um, when you lock into an attack animation, you can't cancel out of it, which is something, like, I don't even, like, maybe that doesn't exist in Dark Souls, but I feel like it does. Uh, so that, like, I hope, I, I hope it does exist in Dark Souls, because I love the Dark Souls games, and I, I'm being very positive about them, but I, I hate that about this game, where, oh my god, he's, he's angry. Um, I don't like not being able to cancel out of an animation, because if I'm attacking an enemy, and then they're, they're coming after me, I want to be able to get out of the way quickly, uh, and if my animation... Yeah, I cannot take that guy. He just took me down with one hit. He looked it. He looked it. He looked pretty tough. So, poo on me for doing that. But, and and like with the Souls games, you die, all the enemies respawn. So they'll all be back there. All the slugs and the tree people, all the Groots. But you, like, your, your actions, even your quick attack, is slow and sluggish. And of course, I'm using slower weapons. You find weapons in the game... Uh, like in treasure chest, I think one time an enemy dropped a weapon, but I, I wonder what happens when, or if there was a case where all my weapons were degraded, because the weapons can break, but special weapons will just become blunt. But like, if I just have two normal weapons and they both break and I can't get a new one, I'm just stuck fighting with melee. That would not be enjoyable at all. So. That whole thing, I'm not sure how that works exactly. Um, but like, you're like your horse buddy too is just completely useless. They're they're terrible to control. They're slow, and their only use case, their their only real use case in the game, and and something you have to use them for at times, is to stand on buttons in the environment so that you can access an area. That is the only reason that you have them around is so that you can get into a, a new area to open up a door or whatever. Because that's what I had to do once. I've only had to do that once. And since then, I've never used my horse guy. I just forget they're there. And then when there's another door, I'm sure I'm going to have to whistle for them. And then I'm not going to see them for another five hours. Not that I've played it for five hours already. But, um... Yeah, it's just it's a it's a real disappointing thing because like I really I like the look of it. It looks real nice except for some of the armor. The the face mask you get 
are just like tree bark that you put over your face and you look stupid as shit with them and I hate them and I don't want to wear it. But it, it's, you know, it's armor, so I can't say no to it. Your armor degrades as well and you get a, you get a bunch of armor off of enemies. But, um, yeah. Enemy designs are all right. Uh, fall, fall damage, I've just remembered. Fall damage is ridiculous. I once dropped about 15 or so feet and I almost died from that. I was at full health and I almost died from a 15-foot fall. I could probably jump out a 15-foot window right now and be perfectly fine. I mean, I've, I've jumped out of... I jumped off my roof in Cicero. I don't think it was... Maybe it was 15 feet. I landed on grass, I guess. But I think I landed on... Yeah, I landed on grass when I almost died. So, fuck this game and it's bullshit. <laughs> if I can jump out of... 15 foot tall window this this elf lady should be able to jump out of a 15 foot little pathway but um yeah it's decay of logos it's on xbox one and i believe ps4 and i'm sure pc and it's currently just too janky and buggy to recommend yeah there, there's potential here like they could make some uh like do some updates that will fix things like if they change the way the ambush system works because it's just a pain in the ass and it's a horrible first induction uh introduction as well <laughs> i were to check up on my my horsey dude because i'm pretty sure they just i think i think they fell in this hole <laughs> oh you stupid fucking horse um but i there, there's potential and the possibility that this game could be updated to one run better to not be as buggy and you know just be a, an overall better experience this guy's not going to be happy with me there's a, there are a couple of giant log chopping dudes and i killed the one's brother so i don't think he's going to be happy with me whistle come here horsey he's definitely not happy come on i want to open this door horsey don't run away but um yeah, that's Decay of Logos. I think I've talked more than enough about it. How, how much damage do I do to this guy? I do a fair amount of damage. Maybe I'll take him down. Um, but uh, other than Decay of Logos, which I, like, I also wanted to talk about it in part because it did get a little bit better in terms of like, okay, the ambushes aren't as problematic because, you know... I could, with a, being leveled up, I was much stronger to, to take him down. Um, and I found out what the shrines did because I had no idea. I was unsure of the shrines at first. Um, but other than Decay of Logos, I've been playing some NASCAR Heat 4. And I just died. In NASCAR Heat 4? I died in NASCAR... No. Um, I can't remember the last NASCAR Heat game I played. Because I own... The first one, the third one, and now the fourth one. And I, I got a copy of the fourth one for free from 704 Games for Xbox One. I, I think I own the second one physically, but I don't own it digitally for some reason. Just a side note, I really hate this about um, sports and sports-related games, like racing games. This isn't a universal thing, but a lot of games that fall into that umbrella they 
often will take their old releases and either remove them from the, the digital market space, marketplace, or just leave them at full price. And I hate that because I, you know, I would like to get those games and have, like, I, I like having games in my collection that I can go to, you know, just in case I, you know, want to see how the games have changed in the series or, or whatever. Like, I, I like having the ability to, to play something if I want. And I, I'm willing to pay for it and I don't mind paying half price or, you know, it doesn't have to be half, like, to pay for a cheaper price. But I, 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 you can't do that and I don't understand the reason. I, I know the reasoning. The reasoning is, you know, they don't want it to compete with the newer game. And I don't, I don't think it would ever compete with them. Like, I think that someone who's willing to buy the older version of Madden or NBA 2K or what have you is not the same person who would be willing to buy the new one at full price. They're, they're, that's just, it's not the same audience. There are people who don't mind waiting to get a discount on a sports game. They don't need it right away and they'll, they'll be a year off because we all know that sports games for the most part are, you know, there's not often a big change that happens between years. Uh, you'll have your, you usually have maybe once or at the very most, probably twice a generation, you'll get like, okay, this is a significant jump. They've added this or whatever. Like, I think for NHL last gen, at some point, they that's when they introduced the, the like right analog stick to control a bunch of stuff. But for the most part, sports games stay pretty consistent. So it's okay to play the old one. Uh, and I, I just don't think that somebody who is willing to buy an older version for a discounted price is the same person who's willing to pay full price for the new one or even maybe, you know, a slight discount for the new one. I just don't think it, that, that that's the case. I could be wrong, but like I, I'm judging this off of myself as someone who's like, a, you know, what? I'll, I'll buy, and I usually do. I, I like, I'll buy Madden 19 or, or whatever when it's like 10, 15 bucks and it's, a few months away from the new game. I've done that plenty of times, you know. But uh, going back to NASCAR Heat 4, I, I don't remember the last NASCAR Heat game I played. But I, like, I think I probably dabbled with three. And I, and I only played one race of NASCAR Heat 4. I played a single race after creating my character and my custom car. And... My first impression was when I started the race, holy crap, this looks way better than I remember. And I don't know if it actually does look much better than NASCAR Heat 3, but it at least seems like it, it, it sure feels like it's better uh, or it looks like it's better. And it feels better too. Like it's just, it may be some weird rose-colored glasses or something, but Playing the one race, which I ended up winning, I got past the car on like the last lap. It was very satisfying, and it felt really good. The AI seems more interesting. I don't, I don't know exactly how to put. Like they seem like they're they're more willing to try different things. Um, like there's there, there's more to it. What the hell was that? What I'm like stuck on the. Let's see, there's just continued jank in this game, um, but. 
just based off my very, very, very brief initial, initial impression, NASCAR Heat 4 seems like the, the NASCAR game I've been waiting for this entire generation. It seems like they finally just found their stride and I don't want to say knocked it out of the park, but it sure seems like they've really just done a, a good job with this. Like, just the, the, the racing feels great. The game looks so much better than I remember it looking. And like the, the, the character creation was more in depth than I was expecting. And you look better. Like, I mean, you look better than uh, a Bethesda game, <laughs> which I don't know, that could be saying something or not. Um, but like it, it felt good. And the only thing that I really need to mess around with, I mean, I need to mess around with more stuff, but like I need to check out what the career mode is like, because that's, I think, the thing that a lot of people who are interested in these types of games pick them up for. Some will pick them up for the online play, I'm sure. But I know that myself and I'm sure plenty of other people are, are interested in it for the, the career mode. So I'm excited to dabble with that because my initial impression with NASCAR Heat 4 is, oh my God, this, this, is, this is looking pretty fancy and I am into this. But that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, I've like dabbled with some more did i dabble with any more simulators? i don't know but uh outside of that i just want to mention that tgs is happening this weekend and i guess there was some like pre-tgs stuff going on or, or whatnot and now it's like the actual things going on you know prior to that was just like press things and some trailers and whatnot the one thing i wanted to mention was the new resident evil game and i thought it was called resident evil colon project resistance but i guess it's just called Project Resistance, and it is a new Resident Evil game that is Left 4 Dead-like, in that it's a cooperative game, up to four players on a team, and one player plays the Mastermind, I believe is the name of them in-game, and you could think of it as the director in the Left 4 Dead, and so you get to set, you get to, you know, say where zombies will spawn and control other aspects of the game, and it sounds and looks like it could be a good time, but at the same time, it's 100% not the it's 100% not the Resident Evil game I wanted. I would have liked either Resident Evil 8 or more specifically, I would have absolutely loved to have seen Resident Evil 3 remake. And I, I've been made aware of the fact that I guess Resident Evil 3 was designed on like a different architecture or something, and therefore it, it wouldn't be as easy to remake as other games in the series, and it would require being designed from the ground up, which, you know, if that's the case, I understand. Like, even if that's not the case, expecting another remake a year after Resident Evil 2 is asking for a lot. I get that. But it just, it, it just I, I can't help but want that because Resident Evil 3 is the one Resident Evil game that is not as easily uh, accessible or not as easily playable in this in like our current gen and stuff like we have Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6 uh, which are very easy to you know play and, and all that um, and we have Resident Evil 0 and Resident Evil HD which you can play on current gen consoles you have the Revelation games which are available and then you have 
Code Veronica X, which is backward compatible on Xbox One. I know that's a very specific thing to that platform only, but that's available as well. So Resident Evil 3 is the one that's like the outlier. Um, so yeah, I, I am hoping, and I fully expect them to release a remake of it at some point. It's just it's going to probably take a little while. Um, but Project Resistance looks like it could be a good time, even though it's not really the Resident Evil game I want. Or I think even a lot of people want. I think a lot of people want that single-player experience. And, you know, it's just, it's not that. Um, other than that, I am planning to finish up the Anamusha Attack the Backlog strip later this weekend, as well as just like recording the audio for all of them and um i i want to probably finish up those videos as well like i want to get all this negativity out of the way before i start a link to the past because i want to be as fresh and full of positivity as i can be when i play link to the past just because i think it deserves that and and i think giving myself a bit of a breather because the link to the past episode will not be it will end up being episode 33 which won't go live until december 28th or something along those lines so there's quite the cushion for me to uh play that game so i got more than enough time to are you fucking kidding me i didn't dodge it that time that one time really fuck this game um anyone who's watching the video just saw me going around in circles around this guy and I had one hit left and I'm just like oh I'm gonna get him and I didn't get him but um yeah fuck you decay of logos low ghost low ghost you son of a bitch but um yeah I'm excited to play that and then I don't know what else is on the docket for attack the backlog I do want to try and play a way out with my dad I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it happen, but I want to make it happen. And then I want to, I want to also play Super Metroid sooner than later and, and give it a proper go. But, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I like, I've just been ambushed three times in a fucking row trying to rest. I am now starting to get annoyed again, but, um, I am, going to I don't know where the hell I was going with any of this stuff anymore I'm just going to end this now I did get my D23 gold membership reward in so I got my little pin set which is fucking beautiful but I, I think uh, that is a good place to end this stupid ass bullshit I just wanted to rest can you let me rest um, so yeah other than that is, is there anything else worth mentioning i can't think of anything i'm i'm getting dangerously close to the point where the english dub for one piece ends i'm at episode 535 and i think it ends around 575 the end of this quote-unquote season so when that happens my ability to watch it as, as much and consume as much of it as quickly as possible will drop down because I, I watch a lot of stuff when I exercise and I can't really um, read subtitles when I'm exercising 
not to a a, a very good degree <laughs> you know being dyslexic it's already challenging enough um come here but uh yeah that will do it for this here episode because i'm i've just i've just hit a wall so that will do it for this here episode of the pixelated sausage podcast once again i am your host marcus nez and i just leveled up did you hear that? Did you hear that little like, boom? That means I just level up. You know what that means? I can take that big boy. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him and I'm going to ride him. I'm going to ride him hard. <laughs> uh, where was I? See, this is what happens. I think like, oh, it'd be funny to just be super silly and extra dumb. And then I do it and then I'm like, son of a bitch. What the hell was I talking about? You see that fall damage? I'm leveled up. That was a significant amount of fall damage. I probably shouldn't attack this dude, should I? I should go pray. Um, but yeah, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Krishnas. <laughs> that was a very weird way to say it. Uh, my, my delivery of that was not to my liking. So I'm going to start all over again. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And speaking of the podcast, I'm going through the process of, I'm not going to that do it again. I'm going through the process of updating the RSS feed because prior to switching, like I switched over to FeedBurner a while ago, but prior to using FeedBurner, the RSS feed, I was using just the, the basic website one, didn't have any kind of size limit. So I never had to worry about any of that stuff. But FeedBurner does, and because of the way I have, like, a, it doesn't have everything that the main post on the, the actual site has, but it has enough that the the feed size kept getting bigger and bigger, and I kept meaning I had to limit the number of available websites. Is this, like, some quicksandy-looking stuff? Um, and I've now set the limit to... Um, the last 100 episodes but i don't like that so i'm going through the process and it's going to be time consuming but i'm going through the process of editing all of the podcast descriptions to the bare necessities for the, the feed specifically and that means that the back catalog will be or more of the back catalog will be available i think it's still going to be limited but um because I think the max will allow in a feed regardless is 300. I could be wrong on that. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but at, at the very minimum, there will be access to the last 300 episodes again in the feed relatively soon. You know, ideally some point during this weekend. But, you know, for right now, it's just the, the, the last 100. Not that there's, like, I don't know why you would want to go back and listen to old episodes especially from that far along ago. <laughs> um, but you can if you want. Come through. Come through the jam. Oh, you went around it. You're trying to call me a liar, you stupid bee. But uh, yeah, that's happening. And I can't... Wow, okay, you weren't letting me lock on. And it's pissed me off. Um, another nice thing, just to uh, just go back to the Decay of Logos, I do appreciate that 
its default control scheme is the Dark Souls control scheme, which I fucking hate. Right bumper to light attack, right trigger to heavy attack or whatever. I hate that. Uh, you can set an alternate control scheme, which puts the light attack on X, the heavy attack on Y, and your shield parry on B. Much, much, much better. Like I'm, As much as I love the Souls games, I hate the control schemes so much. And I don't think you can change them in those games. I don't remember you being able to. Uh, and any game that's like, we want to be Souls-like to such a ridiculous degree that we're even going to use the same control scheme, stop. Don't do that, games. Don't do that. Souls gets a lot of things right. The controls are not one of them. Like the actual action and the gameplay, the fluidity of it and all that kind of stuff, yeah. It does that wonderfully. But the actual control scheme, no. That's bad. Stop being bad. Don't be bad games. If you want to watch this here episode, or the, if you want to watch this podcast or the Attack the Backlog, the attack, no, if you want to watch this podcast or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them both there. And like I said, if you watch this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage podcast, you will be treated to some Decay of Logos gameplay. And it, it's like, it, it's not a bad game. It's not a good game. But it's not a bad game exactly. It's got issues. It's got problems. You know, more money, more problems. That's what they always say, right? That's what P. Diddy said. P. Diddy and, I don't know. Who's the other one? The bit, The fat one? I don't know my hip-hop rappers or any of that kind of stuff at all. I, I literally, I don't know. Biggie Small? <laughs> the one who died. The one who, the... Mo Money's Mo Problems is a song, right? I think. I don't know. That's, but that's not the name of the song that is the... That's not the name of the song that is... Just take something. Drink something, you stupid woman. Um, that's not the name of the song that's about the, the guy who died, which I think is the fat guy. <laughs> I don't like calling him the fat guy. I don't know what else to call him. But, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, you know, the, the, the song that took, uh, it sampled a police song or a sting song? I don't know. This is a terrible tangent. If you want to watch this here podcast or attack the backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them both there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print. No, what am I? If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And that will do it for this year episode. I think I got everything. I just I got really flustered there at the end. Uh, but if you'd like to support the site in general, <laughs> I already said that. I even know I already said that. There's one thing I know I said. It was that. Uh, but if you'd like to check out... I'm just supposed to end. I'm supposed to say bye-bye. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm getting flustered because I'm, I'm being aggressive. Be aggressive. Oh, my God. Um... But uh, 
yeah, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. And I just took that fucker down. Oh, yeah. That's how you like them apples. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples, buddy boy? Huh? Why don't you fall to the ground? <gasps> Your big club just disappeared. It was here and then it's gone. Get out. I want to pick up the hearty brew. But that will do it. So, once again, thank you for watching or listening to this here episode. Now, as always, that's what I say. It does. It just doesn't sound right without the as always. I want to push this guy over, but he won't let me. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I am like if you are listening to this right now and hear me thanking you, you are a true fan because this has just been an absolute mess of a, of a way to end the episode. Just a full of tangents and nonsense. But uh, thank you, as always. Thank you for watching and or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and an absolutely lovely weekend. Bye-bye. I want to keep this going until my stupid horse gets here. Come on. How many times are you going to make me whistle? See, this is the problem with this stupid fucking game. Where's my fucking horse? I'm whistling. And it's not coming. Jesus Christ, game. Give me my fucking horse. Where are you? Oh, it's finally here. It's finally here. <laughs> See, this is a this is a pure example of how the video version of the podcast is ruining the audio version. Get your fucking ass on this goddamn thing. Just don't stop there. Get on this block so we can open this door. Okay, piece of crap. Here, did the door open? Yeah, it opened here. You, you hungry? Eat this stupid shit. Okay, that's the end of the show episode. Epi that's the end of the show, everyone. Bye-bye.